what's up, everybody? Uh, it's the Brownwater Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour, and we are here today talking with LB Wilson from the Wayward Kraken. But we're not here to talk about the Wayward Kraken. We're here to talk about the Biloxi Comedy Lab. Awesome. A new venture that you're doing. Um, the first down here that I'm aware of. Uh, Comedy Club. Yeah. My, uh, so, uh, full disclosure, man, like I'm not from here. Yeah. I've only lived down here for like five years. Um, the only comedy club that I know of uh, in the history of this town mm-hmm. is was in one of the casinos a very long time ago. I don't even remember that, and I've been here my whole life. What was it? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but the, when I said I was going to open a comedy club, some dude was like, oh, yeah, there was one of those in the IP or the or the bow or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe the, I don't a know. long time ago. Yeah, I, it, it didn't resonate with the community because I can't remember it. And it's fucking not still there. Correct. <laughs> Um, so you've been, you obviously run the Wayward Kraken, um, a nerd bar is how you call it. Yeah. It's a bar for nerds. That's right. Y'all do all kind of cool shit. Y'all do, uh, board games, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what am I missing? Come on. Cause I know. Uh, Yeah. We do like tabletop war games, Dungeons and Dragons. We run a bunch of like nerdy trivia events. Um, any, anything that's nerd culture and nerd chic we're really into. Like if, uh, we've done, we do premiere parties for the Doctor Who stuff. That's right. Like. I don't know. We're big fucking dorks, and we like big fucking dork stuff. And you're proud so. of it. Yeah, we're like super stoked about it. Um, and so y'all have already established yourself as that here in the community, and found a group of people that didn't have a voice and didn't have an outlet, and ha- now have a place to go. And recently, you started adding in open mic comedy nights. Yeah, we. Uh, so one of the things that I think that the way Kraken does well is to sell stuff that we are gen like that we genuinely love right like we genuinely love beer <laughs> right and yeah. we genuine and canon blue my partner genuinely loves food and she's a masterful chef and so we and we're both huge turbo dorks so we're able to kind of sell the stuff that we like to people that like the stuff that we like that's right that's and right and so we started doing comedy about eight months ago because i'm a huge fan of the form, man. I've loved stand-up comedy my whole life. It's the first thing that ever made me laugh. Right. Right? And so we started doing that, uh, I think, back in May uh-huh. or June, something like that. Time flies. Yeah, yeah. It was in the summer. Right. Um, and the community started kind of hopping, and a bunch of turbo nerds are really into stand-up comedy. It's right. a it's a kind of art form that- Plays well together. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um. I was super pumped whenever I heard you were doing it and when y'all started doing it. Um, it's something that I felt like, this, you know, like you said, it's not really around here as far as a venue. People love to tell jokes and everyone loves to laugh, but you have to drive a good distance to be able to go to a club like that. I actually wanted to take a trip. I believe the comedy store is in LA. Is that correct? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. I was even looking at flights to go out there just to go to a real comedy club because the only time that I've ever seen a, uh, a, a a comedy yeah a comedy show was one time in mobile i think it was like a one off kind of one night kind of thing uh and then on a carnival cruise and i talked to you about this before um it's uh, i can't think of his name right now who whose whose name was on the comedy club inside of the of the ship yeah that's uh, the Mark dude lopez yeah the dude that like uh he bills himself as like the the dirtiest clean comic there is yeah something like yeah that. he's super funny yeah well it so his his i gotta look up your message now and oh I, no no i know that guy i'm getting to him oh. the, the the guy whose name was on the club it doesn't matter i go in there on the ship and they're like 
comedy club in the ship, two comics a night, two sets, uh, both, you know, the, every night you're there. And I'm like, I was so pumped. I go in there not knowing what to expect, a little bit nervous because, you know, comedians will pick people out of a crowd and yeah, sure. come up on stage or whatever. First comedian, funny, told killer jokes. We had a good time, laughed. Second comedian comes up, Mutsi is who you, who's Mutsi. who, who yeah, you, that's you the cat thought yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets up there and destroys the crowd. <laughs> As, I mean, it was so what I was wanting and what I hoped, and it was is amazing. And you're right, he's a clean comic. He won BET's uh, Comic View, uh, yeah, BET's Comic of the Year uh, for Comic View, right? Like in the late '90s or whatever. Right. White dude, right? Won yeah, it, won it. And um, yeah, he's like one of two dudes to do it. The yeah. other one's Gary Owen. Yeah, exactly. And so he gets up there, and he has no, he doesn't have like a set as far. He has a couple bits. I, I take that back. He does, but the majority of his set is a flashlight. And he takes the damn flashlight and like shines it on people. And again, you get nervous, You're like, oh shit, he's gonna roast he's him. gonna roast. Me. But he did it in a very nice, funny, like let you kind of give the dirt and then laughed about it. It wasn't like really hurting people's feelings. It was amazing. I had a great time. So when I heard you were doing it down here, I'm like, man, awesome. Because we drove to see him somewhere over in Slidell area at a bar that was a one-off kind of thing. It wasn't a comedy right. club uh, and had a great time. So the fact that Biloxi can get something like that possibly rolling full-time, uh, I think you said you'd be what, Thursday, Friday? Yeah, we want to be open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We're going to do Thursday night as an open mic. Uh, it's completely free entry. Uh, it'll be one drink minimum. Mm -hmm. um, and that's an that's a proper open mic. Well, anybody wants to get on the list, gets on the list, gets up on stage, does their time. Um then Friday and Saturday will be book shows, um, and depending on the depending on who's coming in or what's coming in, mm -hmm. um, we've got we uh, shout out to Compton Smith uh, and to Michael Hall and a bunch of these dudes around here that are part of like just troops of super funny dudes right in New Orleans and Hattiesburg and Mobile and Pensacola. Um, we'll be booking a bunch of them cats because they're super funny. Um, we're thinking like ten bucks at the door. Mm -hmm. And a two drink minimum, Stan kind of standard comedy club, comedy kind of thing. club yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, you know, you're only gonna be in there for like an hour and a half. Right, right, right. Um, so like, we'll do those, and then we've been lucky enough to talk to some other cats out in LA mm -hmm. and some cats in in New York to bring in some other kind of bigger talent. Mm -hmm. Ticket prices will go up based on those Absolutely. contracts, you know. But with the Kickstarter right now, we're giving away tickets. All right, I'm glad you brought give, that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. You're trying to raise some money to get some of the big ticket items. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, like when you when you launch a thing like this, right? Mm -hmm. you, you do a big uh, economic analysis, mm -hmm. uh, break even analysis, and projections, and you kind of figure out what it is you need in terms of cash flow to keep the thing afloat. Yeah, smart business practice. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> bunch of math, and it's a whole bunch of like boring shit. Right. Uh, but that. And that number can be tremendously huge. Mm -hmm. um, and so that figure, we're going to outside investors to cover. Okay. Um, but one of the things that helps us uh, get those outside investors is to have the one-time expenses that aren't going to generate capital right. covered. So stuff like your beer cooler, the bar, mm -hmm. like the physical bar itself, uh, you know, the tap system, the ice machine. Right. Right. These are two and three thousand dollar expenses and when you add them all up together mm -hmm. right they're pretty tremendous and you're basically asking investors to pay for those right. and they don't want to right so we decided to kickstart our budget for those things 
to get them off the financial analysis mm-hmm. so that our investors are basically just putting their money into a money-making machine. There you go. I mean, and it's, it's got to make money to stay afloat. It is a business, yeah. right, people that are listening. Um, and if you're out there and you hear this and you want something like this in your town, which Biloxi is what we're talking about, um, can, you've already put the address out, right, where it's supposedly be? Yeah, That's it's going to be a, No, no, it's not a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, we are tentative to GE or Avenue, which is like two, a block away from here. That's right. In the View Marche, uh, yeah. it used to be... Uh, a subway, I think that's all considered all one building, correct? I know you're in the front on the View Marche side. Well, actually, it's uh, it's two buildings. So th- where the old subway was uh-huh. on George Orr yep. uh, is now going to be, uh, shout out to Kate, the new Greenhouse on Porter. Okay. Greenhouse on Porter from that. Ocean Springs yes. is getting a second location over here. Breakfast and biscuits. Holy shit. Yeah. Go I've do had that. their biscuits. They're legit. Bro, they're mm-hmm. banging. Yep. Dude, they're so good. That's right. Um, And then... We will share a wall with them on the George Orr side. Uh-huh. And then there's another like white tablecloth restaurant going in that building too. Okay. So like we're going to be on the brick face side. Gotcha. But we're not where the subway was. We're gotcha. immediately next gotcha. door to the left. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so if, if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to be, you know, help this get rolling, they can go to kickstarter.com. Yeah, uh, kickstarter.com uh, slash project slash comedy lab, or just go to Kickstarter and go and search comedy lab. Um, we're the only comedy lab there. Awesome. Um, I think it's in there as Biloxi Comedy Lab, but we're the only one. Right, right. Um, you have different tiers, just like any other Kickstarter campaign. I went and looked at it myself. Uh, it ranges from free tickets to get in. Do I remember? remember? Yeah, that's right. To all, help me out. Yeah, so like I think at twenty dollars you get five free tickets. Okay. Um, that just ducks the door fee for whatever uh show we book, forever. Um, so that day that comes where we book Louis C.K. Right. That ticket that ticket's free. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's lifetime. Nice. Okay. Um, so do you get your money back right out the gate for that? Well, I mean it's five tickets. Right. You know, like use them how you want. Use them how you that's want. Right. Uh, we're printing out uh these cool like poker chip style tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody that goes to the Kickstarter that funds a Kickstarter and gets free tickets will get a like little green poker chip. Yeah. And that gets you in the door for any show ever. Sweet. Um, and then for the higher tier backers, mm-hmm. we also are giving away uh VIP passes, which again are lifetime. So those VIP passes will get you into the green room mm-hmm. uh and you hang out in the green room. Kickstarter uh, was very, very specific that we could not tell you that we are going to give you free drinks. Okay, when that happens, all right. But this ain't fucking Kickstarter, <laughs> right? Right. We can say uh, whatever we want. Yeah. So, like, uh, our green rooms, our green room is going to be a uh, comped. Gotcha. Si- comp situation. Is that how you listed on Kickstarter though? Is like access to the green room? Access or something to like the green. Yeah, we had to change it because like when we put the right. Kickstarter up, they kicked it back to us. So like you can't tell people you're giving away free drinks. All right, we can work so, around that. Yeah, so we worked around <laughs> it. We figured that out. Yeah, so you'll get into the green room, and the green room is just a VIP experience. It's uh, you will be tr- you're treated like the guest, right? Uh, and you'll hang out with them and the artists themselves. Yeah, yeah. and you'll be backstage with them. Um, and so we're giving those away at the kind of upper. Echelon, right, right, right. Backers, um, you already have a Facebook page for it. We do. So, the, and that's just type in the Biloxi comedy, Com- Biloxi Comedy Lab. All right, you can already go there, give it a like, start supporting, start sharing, start talking about it because, uh, 
one thing I've learned is if, if you've never been in either been in a business or started up a podcast or anything like that, man, the value in you sharing something on your Facebook page or your Instagram page or whatever that you want to support is huge, man. Yeah, it's, Awareness for people, whether it's the way we're cracking now, it's been in business for how many years have y'all been in business over there? Three. Three years. We just, we're still wrapping helps. up year three. Yeah, it yeah. still helps to kick over and share their oh, events or their whatever. Do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So especially with something like this that's trying to get legs up underneath it and get off the ground, go over there, check it out, and and shout it out to the people, and let's see if we can make this happen. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. Uh, one of the things that we – that, that we were very successful with doing the way we're cracking is that we tried to bring out a piece of nightlife where you got to do something, uh-huh. right? And that was the whole sales pitch for this comedy lab for the last month is that there's just not enough stuff to do. Right. You know, yeah. like in Biloxi. Right. Right. You can go and sit and drink. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, there's, and there's plenty of places to do that. And there's a bunch yeah. of great ones. Yeah. Right? And like I'm not I'm not taking a shit on any of those. That's right. right? But there's a, that that market is full. Mm-hmm. You know, like people talk about how risky opening a bar is. You know, opening a bar like it's it's because the market's so saturated. Right. So this is a, a venture where like you get to do something. That's it. You know, and we're excited about that part. And like we said, you've already started doing this to kind of test the market and test the, you know, the feedback from people. Uh, you're already doing it at the way we're cracking. Let's talk a little bit about that. Like, what? How has that been? Uh, you you do. Uh, it's Monday nights, if I yep. remember right. And you, anybody that wants to come, can sign the list. Yep. You can do as little, or I think you do like Up a five, five minute. Yeah, okay, five yeah. minute cutoff. You get the light at which five, which is about six eternities if you're standing up there with a microphone trying to make people laugh. Yeah, five dude. Minutes. Like, there's uh, so. I've gone up every almost every Monday uh-huh. that we've done it. Um, I love stand up, and I've always kind of wanted to try that. Yeah, um, bucket list. Yeah, I suck, but I'm uh, but I'm. F- it's so much fun to do. Um, the open mic comedy that we do at the way we're cracking has demonstrated, at least to me, mm-hmm. that. There's a really solid talent pool. I already knew there was an audience, right? Because the IP will put three thousand people in seats eight times a year, right? And so will the bow, mm-hmm. right? And the Coliseum will do it once or twice a year, right? And the Hard Rock will do it once or twice a year. So at least once a month, there's a thousand people going on purpose and there's 3000 people getting comp tickets right. and still going right. right to to comedy. So I know the market's there. Mm-hmm. Um but I but one of the things that I think the way we're cracking is open mic has shown is that the talent locally right is also there to to create uh an actual comedy community yeah. which is what you got to have for a comedy club. Right. Right. Like you got to have five or six comics sitting out, standing out front, smoking cigarettes, bullshitting it's, constantly. It's uh, people may not that's watching this may not realize, but uh, this is the sa- this is actually where the sound is recorded too. I know you can't tell because all the, the fuck different- out of here. Yeah, we do it. We did a lot of different decoration no changes here. Yeah, it's real. Don't it's. I know your mind's blown, but yeah, uh, okay. it's the same thing where we deal with on that on that show as well. Trying to promote the local music scene. It's the same thing that you need an outlet. You need a venue. You need a community 
or you're it's hard to get uh the attention that you need if you're a band or the same thing and if you're a comic and like you said i gotta believe that all the people that's been coming out since you've been since you've started this in may june of this year um they probably had that bug you know that was there before you started that and was just looking for a place to go yeah man there's a man we've got a a handful i mean j bob is one of the funniest dudes around here man and that cat it was just sitting on Mm -hmm. stand-up he was just sitting on stand-up comedy he just had a stack of jokes ready made to do it but it's like where am i gonna go yeah i'm gonna drive all the way to new orleans to do an open mic i gotta work in the morning that's right yeah you know yeah i can't do you know all the bullshit that you tell yourself before you try something right and uh man and we've run across six or eight j bobs uh-huh. like and that's enough right like that's more than enough to keep a, a comedy community afloat especially because they're all dudes like j bob and wally right that are super supportive and really kind and nice dudes and they're here about comedy and they're here about making jokes and doing this art right it'd be like trying to be a drummer right than going to a drumming competition, sucking, right, and having every drummer help you. That's right, right afterwards. Yeah, and that I, I've never seen a community like that. That's awesome. It's uh, it's like you said. You know, you went up there and you like you like I sucked, right? But the the and I've I've went to I think just the one. Uh, I didn't get up there and do anything, but I know, I know. And it's a bucket list item and I, I'm go- I'm on my own ass to do it, but I've just got, you know, I got of course. other, other you things got, going on, got life. but, uh, it's, uh, it's the, the vibe that was in there was very much, uh, demo your shit, get yeah, up here, man, get up here and, and work out. And, and if, if, if your, uh, 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 win of the night is to just get up there, it's a cool environment to do that. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, like, you're not gonna get up. You don't have to get up there and be Richard Pryor right, for five minutes off the bat. Off the bat, yeah. yeah. Or even probably uh, two years a in. Year, if I had to get yeah, exactly, you know dude. Like, uh, and and man, if you are more kudos then to you. Yeah. Please come up if you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, please come up and let Monday me know. Monday yeah. at seven. That's right. That's come right. on up, man, right. and do your thing. Because I'll help you get where you need to like, make some folks maybe you might even manage them. You know, dude. I'll, I'll I'll get you to L.A. That's <laughs> right. fine, man. Yeah. I can't wait to clip my hook to you that's right that's right ride <laughs> them coattails yeah, all bro, the way i'm i got yeah. no shame I remember in it. when i found him yeah, yeah i found exactly. that fucking guy but it, the, the environment <laughs> is there you know what i'm saying and uh, yeah. i witnessed that firsthand well, good. From, from people who just you know had a couple ha-has to somebody who maybe didn't get many laughs at all to a couple like damn now that was really funny you know and we're all laughing and uh i, I ended up leaving but you're telling me that after each one of those uh uh, open mic nights or your Monday nights really is uh, y'all sit around and kind of work shit out together, yeah. work routines and bits out together. Right. So like, uh, I'll give you an example. We, uh, there's a young dude, his name's BJ DeBlow. He gets up. Nice. Uh, that's not his real name, ah, but who'd have thought, who'd have thought. Right. Uh, but he gets up, he started about three months ago uh-huh. and, uh, got up. Is he and- the young kid? No, that okay. uh, we'll talk about that kid. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, dude, there's no way I'm not going to talk about that all right, kid. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, BJ DeBlow gets up and has what I think J-Bob could see, Wally could see, Jacob Craig could see, Krangus could see, anybody anybody that had been on that stage and faced the other way right. could see were the seeds of absolutely stellar jokes, right? Like, 
he has a bit where he talks about how uh, his dick is uh, very much like your uh, like radium two sixteen, <laughs> or like the radiation value of radium two or right, some right. some sciencey shit, some radioactive yeah. isotope, right, right. Uh, my dick is like the radiation from this radioactive isotope. Um, it's so small <laughs> that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right? That's good. It's, like a, that. solid it's joke, a solid joke. It's a solid joke. Especially in a nerd bar, right? right. With and some so sci- we, sciencey nerdy type. So they bring them down and we're sitting around fucking around and we, we all kind of chuckled at that joke. Like that joke wasn't ready yet. Right. And uh, Jason Sabata and somebody else was like, dude, the answer to that joke is not that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's that it can't hurt you. <laughs> it's there, but it can't right, really hurt you. Right, yeah. Like, my dick is like this radiation. It's so small, it cannot hurt you. Right. And he turned that joke, and he twisted it just a little bit on the recommendation of some people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, some comics that were in there watching and listening that just offered that to him for free. And now that joke's fucking stellar, and it really yeah. smashes. The, two things come to mind there. One is I've heard big comedians that are you know big huge mm-hmm. names talk about trimming fat, timing of a joke. It yeah. starts out clunky, then it gets better, and then you you know you just eventually mold. Some just come out the gate and they're funny and, you, and they work, and that's just how life is. But some of them you got to kind of mold, right? Um, and then also too, I've heard bigger comics talk about how they do that same thing, like in your comedy clubs in your big towns or whatever. It's it's just like a local music scene, right? Yeah. You know each other. Right. You've you met. Start, you've heard. Yeah, I've heard this song so many times. Right. 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 right exactly. Like, uh, but but it, you know maybe a little different than than music in that you you help people with their material and you work on on bits. Like, hey, did you think about? I mean, do they do way? that in the music community? You uh, were in a band for a long time. Not not so much like at a show. You're not going to be like after the song. Like, hey, if you got rid of that verse, you know, yeah, it might suppose be that's true. But maybe at a practice or a hangout or, or you know, while you're writing stuff, if somebody was another musician from a different band was there, um, it's just I mean, a little mu- bit different. Yeah, do musicians often do that? Do they, uh, like, hey, man, I'm working on this song. Let me let, let me let, let me play you a couple bars of it and tell me what you think. Definitely you that? that. Definitely that. Yep. But I think whenever it's that, that beginning writing process to start out with, it's usually just the guys that are in that band. That's just speaking from one person's yeah, experience. Sure. Yeah, I was I'm curious. I'm sure it's a thousand different ways that – you know, everybody well, the, can does like it, the music and comedy comparison happens all, oh, the, yeah, time. all the time, and so I, and I don't know shit about the music world, dude. Yeah. So like, it, I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, to know. yeah, it, it's a little different in that way, but I think that's the one of the coolest things I've heard you talk about when it comes to all of this is that everybody's there helping each other out and tweaking stuff and making it making it cool because uh, it takes a lot of cojones to get up on a stage and do anything. Much yeah. less try to make people laugh, dude. That's hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's so fucking dope right, when you right. do. Once you hit it, though, it's once you so do dope. it, I'm it sure feels it's so a, good. I'm sure it's just another uh, version, like uh, of a drug, right? But a yeah, good life yeah, drug, dude, not it's so an actual yeah, drug. It's so good. Um, so what? Uh, what? Let's talk about the young cat. Oh, we got to mention right, him. Yeah, and we, I, I hate I forget his name. No, his name is Jacob Craig. Okay. Um, Jacob Craig's the funniest dude on the coast. Okay. Um, damn. Uh, I, I put I put a flag in it. All right, uh, all like right. I'll I'll call it right now. He's the dude. He's 19 years old. Yes. Um, his act is so polished. Uh huh. Like you, you could get the, I got that vibe from it. Like the dude's not up there just telling you a story about Wednesday right. and trying to make it funny. He's not the dude that you hang out with that's so funny and he should definitely. 
do stand-up comedy. You know, like, right. he's not that dude. Okay. He's a guy that has an eye for what, how comedy needs to be crafted, mm-hmm. and he delivers jokes as though they're jokes. He knows where to weave in and out of crowd work. Mm-hmm. Um, he's magnificently good. Um, and he is, and his jokes are just absolutely stellar, dude. Like he's really fucking funny. Was he doing comedy anywhere else besides? St- did he start at the Kraken on open? Mic no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, in fact, it's uh, cra- I don't know this dude's whole life story now. Right, right. right. Uh, I don't want to speak too much for that. But uh, what I will say is, uh, I guess Zeppelin's, you know, where the yes. Mermaid Bar used to be, or is, the, is yeah. now, mm-hmm. but it used to be Zeppelin's. Uh, three or four years ago, I think they did a comedy open mic. That Wally Phelps hosted. Right, right. And uh, Wally's our host, and he's fucking fantastic. Award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps. Yep, him uh, and Jason wrote. Please always refer to him as award-winning comedy writer <laughs> Wally Phelps. He earned it, damn we it. We only refer to him as award-winning comedy, comedy writer, writer Wally, Wally Phelps. Phelps. I'm already in it. Yeah, see yeah. You there. Uh, but I guess Wally hosted Jacob Craig's first show uh-huh. when this kid was fucking 15. Really? Yeah, he was like 15. Yeah. And wasn't allowed to be in Zeppelins. But he, but you know, but he did an open it, mic, but yeah. did an open mic there. And that, I think that was his first show. So this kid's got three or four or five years under his belt doing it, doing open mics, trying his best, man. And like, there's just not a bunch of outlets here. So when he came in the first Monday we ever did an open mic, he beat the fucking pieces. He beat that room to shreds, dude. Yeah. Cause he was, you, Far and away, like above and beyond what everybody else had. You did know? you get an introduction to him, or did he just walk up there? He just walked in. No, well, I had did, no idea gotcha, who he was. Gotcha. What did you do? You're like, uh, oh, dude, I was, I was like, dude, uh, everybody in this room mm-hmm. needs to do whatever this kid's doing. <laughs> like, this kid's clearly a comedian. Yeah, you know, like he's he got it. Yeah, he's surpassed the amateur, like, mm-hmm. just, I'm here to try to talk about my dick for two right, minutes. Right, right. Like, there's a bunch of those, and yeah. they're fun, and most most of them are funny. Yeah. But Jacob can be funny every time. Mm-hmm. He can tell that same joke to you every time. You'll laugh every time because it's a masterfully crafted joke. Um, I can't tell you the same story about that time I got my dick stuck in the dryer. <laughs> I can only, tell you once, yeah. and it'll get a laugh out of you, but yeah. if I... Come back to you tomorrow afternoon. Go. Did I ever tell you about how I got my dick stuck? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, I heard heard it. Yeah. Jacob will make you laugh every time because his jokes are timed and they're crafted and they move that way. Yeah, and they're made right. What uh, we mentioned the the Facebook page and uh, you have uh, some some three D kind of concept designs of what you're wanting the place to look at. So if people want to get an idea of what we're talking about, what your vision is uh, before it happens, they can go there and take a look at that. Yeah, yeah. We got some. We did some three D renderings of the place just kind of based on the. Average, the regular square footage. Right. Uh, we got a whole bunch of build out to do. We got a whole bunch of work to do in front of us. Um, but that, uh, you know, none of the none of that shit's to scale. Right, 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 right. right. But it's a concept. Yeah, you give you an idea. Yeah, it's a concept sketch. Um, that's the cover photo of the of the comedy lab page right now. And we did. I don't think we mentioned. Uh, you did mention. Uh, Cannon Blue is your partner at the at the way we're cracking, and she loves to cook. Y'all have amazing food. Uh, at the Kraken, I can personally speak to oh, that. Thanks. You're gonna be serving that same food at the comedy uh, lab, so you'll be it'll. That's be- right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, satellite out the the kitchen because um, we're so close, man. Yeah. We're like you know a thousand yards away, right? Uh, not even. 
you know, it's close. It's real close. It's super it's, close. It's fucking. It it's can, a it's a three minute walk. Right. It's a right. no minute drive. Right. Um. So we'll have a we'll have a kind of truncated food menu, stuff that we know will travel well. Right. Um. And then so we'll have that at the comedy lab. So you have beer, mm-hmm. you have booze, you have food, you have comedy. I don't know what the hell else more you could want. Honestly. There's only a couple of things, and I don't think that's legal. Either one of them. That oh, I- no, there will be plenty of shit that's illegal. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll ha- we'll, uh, we'll be able to handle all that, dude. What uh, what have we not said? I mean, I think we we like I said, you got to go to the Kickstarter. You got to go to Kickstarter.com. Type in Comedy Lab. Let's get this shit rolling. It's something that we uh, that I think that we need. I think that uh, people are gonna dig it. I think that, yeah. I think like this is. There's no way to say this without sounding shitty. Go ahead. Like, yeah, like, I guess you just blame me for this later. Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of the stuff that we've done for the with the Kraken over the last couple of years uh-huh. has been city-aimed. Uh, we've been lucky uh, to have a bunch of allies in that regard, Dixie Newman, uh, uh, Corey Christie. Like, we want to do stuff that obviously enriches us. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but. That the city can enjoy and actually be proud of. That's right. Right? As opposed to just, you know, give me your money and get That's the fuck right. out. We, um, and I think the comedy, I think a comedy club in this town, because of where it's geographically placed, right, perfectly between New Orleans and Atlanta, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Uh, every comedian in the world that does a southern tour takes I-10 Right past Biloxi, dude. They all drive through here, dude. Louis C.K. drives through here six times a year. Right. He drives right past you. Yeah. Right, and doesn't stop. Yeah, that's that's a problem. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you said, they want to make money. So you know, Hannibal uh, Burris drives past here six times a year and doesn't stop. They want to make money, so they're they're definitely going to be willing to stop. Um, and coming from the guy who has the uh, podcast dedicated to Biloxi, uh, you know, and you mentioned uh, Dixie Newman and the Biloxi City Council, Corey, uh, the the whole we're sitting right now, and your bar is right by in the View Marche. Yeah, uh, this so, is the place that we're building right now to do this. They're trying right now to do the revitalization of downtown Biloxi, and they got a lot of challenges ahead of themselves uh, to to face. But one of the things is attractions that I'm not going to say in, instead of the casino, but are around the casino and are different than the casinos. Right? Yeah. People that come here and visit and gamble, they do that and they see the shows, but the city wants, I feel like, from what I've heard, read, and seen, have more attractions for people uh, to do. Even some family-oriented stuff with Margaritaville doing their build-out and trying to get the uh, the amusement park going right, right out there um, on the outside on that lot there. Uh, that to me, this is just another amenity for people that are that are live here and then also that are travel come here. here. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I think, uh, and this is this was part of our pitch to the city as well, like. Uh, one of the things that I think that the comedy lab is going to bring here that, that maybe some outside folks aren't bringing mm-hmm. is something we don't already have. Like a great deal of this view Marche development is going to be another rib joint, another Chili's, right. another thing that we already have. Right. Right. A bigger, better, better. Again, cooler, shinier, newer, doper version of a thing we already got. So I'm not like shitting on it, telling them to stop. That's right. Right. But it's going to be a thing that we already have. Whereas a comedy club, an amusement park. Right. Right. These are things we don't currently have. That's right. And I think that's where the, that's where the attention 
might better be focused. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Obviously, with that. my self preservation, uh, you know, notwithstanding, it might be slightly biased, but, yeah, but I, I still think it rings true. Uh, I know another thing they mention, or they talk about a lot, and I I would agree with is foot traffic down here. And I think they're working on more uh, townhouses and some of the development in here yeah. potentially. Man, I can't wait for this axe throwing bar across the like across the street. Right down, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, down I'm, I'm in meaning to reach out to those guys. And Dude, get them they're in here. dope, man. Yeah. Uh, have you spoke to them? Do you know, I know them well. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Danny, uh, Danny McNatt is one of our regulars. Okay, and okay. Uh, he's actually opening in the original location for the way we're cracking. Oh, that was that. So I didn't know that was. Yeah, I, we were gonna you, we were gonna. Open I know that a, story. I didn't know it was that spot. Yeah, we we're gonna open an eight hundred eight Howard. So when he uh, he was gonna open. Yep. Down the road a bit, and there was a uh, there was a co- contractor problem. Right. And they just shit moved. happens. Yeah, shit happens. And they moved down to eight hundred eight Howard, which is now part of the district. That's this yeah. huge Biloxi initiative. Which we're in. Yay! I don't know if we're actually a part of the gang, but we're right next to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're on the wrong <laughs> side of the street. I know, right? My story of my life. But so, anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, everybody across the street is getting a whole bunch of dope <laughs> yeah, shit. But, uh, uh, but I live wa- on this side. Wa- watch yeah. it, though. You can yeah. see it really well, all the cool shit they're going to get right. across we'll the street. We'll just look out the window. Just like, look out and just be. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but they're trying to get some some uh, some people living down here. Yeah, so and so like all traffic. those. Yeah, all the like upstairs of the Barks building is supposed to be like. Townhomes, I think, is yeah, kind of what dude, they were referring looks, to. It looks rad. Yeah, looks really cool. Yeah, there's not that here. Yeah, not not here. Here, like not at this particular spot. There's a ton on we, the beach and on 90, but not right here. Yeah, but then when you you know you drive 40 minutes to the east and you go to Mobile and you go down Dolphin Street, right, right. Dolphin Street's a fucking jumping spot, man. It is it, for a, I mean, and Mobile's a bigger town than Biloxi is, but not that much bigger. And you, I used to know the numbers. I googled it a little while back. I mean, it's it's sizable. Yeah, like Mobile's the like second or third largest port in the country. It's a big town. Yeah, but downtown Mobile fucking ain't. Yeah, you know, like uh, I grew up in Mobile. Uh, Mobile is like four towns mm-hmm. loosely hanging out together, calling themselves they, a town. Right? Join forces. We'll call yeah, each other yeah, one we're, thing. We're all Mobile guys. Yeah. Just be cool and keep walking straight. Right. Um. The but the downtown uh, Mobile area. Has Dolphin Street and it's eight nine bars, no different than downtown Biloxi, no different than Howard Avenue. Right. Um, with, Why can't we hear with living quarters upstairs? Mm-hmm. Right, bunch of cool apartments upstairs, a little balconies and stuff, and it's jumping seven days a week, man. Yeah. It's hopping and fun, man. It's so much fun to walk down Dolphin Street. Similar, I mean, obviously Bourbon Street's the greatest street on planet Earth. Uh, in yeah, ter- it's pretty cool. In terms of not the like, cleanest, certainly not. Certainly like, not the cleanest. Yeah, certainly not the cleanest. But like, cert- but got to be on the Rushmore of the most fun streets ever. Hashtag Rushmore guys. Hashtag Rushmore. Have y'all podcast. done that episode yet? Y'all yeah. need to. Funnest streets. Yeah, there you go. They probably haven't. <laughs> yeah, we'll kick that over to them. Yeah, yeah, free of charge. You tag them. You're welcome, fuck faces. <laughs> um, let's, dude. I- I'm glad you stopped by tonight. I really appreciate yeah, it. Man. Uh, I'm glad you had me. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Uh, before uh, we end this one, I want to give a little uh, shout out to uh, Anthony Patalo for the people watching. Shit, if you're dude. listening, you can't really see it. Jump it's on the Facebook page. You can see it. Man, he made this damn uh, pelican on a um, on a pile in here with some spray paint cans, and uh, it's 
kick ass, man. I really like the way it turned out. He made that. I'm I'm super pumped. I wish he hadn't attached a picture of Chris Cornell to the upper right yeah. of her left side. Yeah. That's a that's bit a, awkward. It's a weird artistic choice. Know. It, you know, uh, art artist though. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna you fucking question? Do? Like, all right, okay, uh, cool. But I mean, other I like than that, Chris. I think yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I mean, maybe that's where he was going. Everybody loves Chris Cornell. So, but anyway, uh, LB man, keep doing what you're doing. At the way Thank we're cracking. Uh, congratulations on three years there, Thanks. and I'm ready and willing to see you knock it out of the park with the comedy lab. Uh, I hope to get up there and bomb on your stage. Oh, dude, do at it. At some point. Bro, come do it. We'll do. And uh, Come out Saturday, man. We're doing a roast battle. We do got a bunch of Gulf Coast comedians coming to be mean to each other. Awesome. It'll I'm, be fucking super I fun. I really like that. Yeah, it's going to uh, be super funny. Real quick, again, Comedy Lab, uh, Biloxi on Facebook, kickstarter.com. Go there, Comedy Lab there, and uh, read through the tiers. You can give as little or as much as you want, and you it's it's. Uh, I, I think you're going to enjoy it. I know I've already witnessed a little bit of it, and I think it's dope as hell. So, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, so uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and until the next one, thank you so much. <laughs>